I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. I'm recording this in October 2023, sitting in my new home in Malaga, Spain. And I didn't know I was going to move to Malaga. And before I moved into this beautiful flat I'm in by myself, uh, about two weeks ago, I hadn't even heard of or seen this flat a week before that. I was in the UK not knowing what I was going to come back to in Spain and then this all just unfolded. And then I I stayed in a friend's apartment who was like, well, you're staying in my apartment when you get back. And then the very next morning I came, I signed a lease, I had a home. I start with that because it really is the framing for what I'm going to talk about in this solo. I didn't really think about this in advance, so whatever comes out is what comes out. But of interest to me, maybe to you if you're into this, is as I sat down to record this, I got like a frog in my throat. Like something there is a little bit blocked. I'm a little bit shy about talking about what I'm going to talk about in this solo, which is what my life is like and why. And to be more specific, how incredibly fucking magical my life is and why that is. A friend a couple weeks ago here in Malaga said, oh, you're just so lucky. And I said, luck has nothing to do with it. It's because I have created a life that is full of intention and magic and power. (laughs) Oh, I can't believe I'm actually saying this on the internet out loud because it's been something I, I live in my personal life. I share with friends. I share with people in person, but it's not something I am actually in any way comfortable sharing in this format. A little bit alluding to my magical life. Maybe one little thing at a time. I'm drip feeding the world how magical my life is. But pulling it together in an actual standalone fashion like this is quite, I don't know, just feels like a lot, a bit maybe too much. I guess I'll just start with with recent events. When you learn to listen to the information around you, it tells you when it's time to let go of things. It leads you. And as I've let go progressively of the idea that having a plan is an effective way to live and realizing that plans are delusional, And I'm going to leave that strong statement hanging because the idea that we are quote unquote in control of anything is really getting in the way of flow because it's us closing our fists around something and trying to steer it with our might rather than realizing that most things happen just the way they happen. They unfold the way they unfold. And if we're just focused on flowing with things, and not reacting, flowing with things the way that they unfold. And you believe that there is truly a golden thread in your life. There are things guiding you, your higher self, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, you can start to see the magic. Whereas if you've just got this microscopic focus on controlling the next thing that's going to happen in your life, or you have a five-year goal, and to reach that you have to control everything that will get you there, you're really missing out on the magic and you're missing out on the bigger picture. It's like staring at an ant and thinking that is the entire world 
when there's so much actually happening around you. I'm really just trying to flow with this. I don't have any notes. I don't know where this is going. So may whatever needs to come through me that you need to hear when you're hearing it, just flow. Okay. So I was comfortably uncomfortable in my Barcelona life. If you've listened to previous episodes, I've talked about this quite a lot. It was not a place I loved living, but I stayed for six and a half years, mainly because I didn't know where else to be. And I loved my home. I'd built a beautiful home, had a great apartment. And then in September of 2022, my apartment got broken into. This is just kind of a rite of passage in Barcelona. If you live there long enough, you're going to get burgled. You're going to get mugged. It's just life in Barcelona is a bit, you know, zombie apocalypse from time to time. And so my time came and I came home one night and my door was unlocked and I walked in and everything I owned was literally on the floor. And it was just such a sense of violation. But after the the panic wore off, after the, oh my God, somebody's been in my home. Somebody's just gone through my underwear drawer. What's gone? What's here? There was a notable shift in how I felt about that place as my home. Because I realized, because I'm conscious, this was my apartment. This was my life. This was my higher self, the universe, helping me to leave a place that wasn't truly for me anymore. And so my emotions just literally went off. I'm no longer attached to this place. And I knew that it was time to let go. And I packed all my stuff into storage within six weeks. And I haven't had a home for the past 10 months. I went to Mexico for a few months, but my intention was always to come back to Spain and to travel around. And I told people, I'm going to keep traveling until I find my new home. But what I really started to realize is things find you. And so my intention was to find my new home, and then my new home found me. I was supposed to go back to Barcelona to teach at the university where I teach leadership, September through December, just autumn term. And I love my students, I love the class I get to teach, but I was dreading having to be in Barcelona again. And then one day in August, I got a message from my university saying, um, we didn't see this coming. So many students are studying abroad we don't have a class for you. And of course, little, you know, two minutes of panic attack, I allowed myself to go, oh my God, what does that mean? It means uh, this income is drying up. It means I'm suddenly not this in this role that I've loved. I'm a professor of leadership. It's kind of fun to say. But then the calm descended and I was walking along the street in Malaga that night and I just got this voice in my head that said, I live in Malaga now. My home just found me, and so I just let it unfold. I went away for five weeks as planned. I went and I worked on this beautiful, amazing innovation hub slash permaculture project near Salamanca in Spain and planned to come back. So I came back to Malaga, dropped off my things at a wonderful friend who stored my stuff for me, and then flew to the UK to a friend's wedding. And I was seeing some friends the night before I was meant to fly and said, I literally don't know what I'm coming back to in Malaga. Like, I don't know if I should get an Airbnb while I look for an apartment or what. One of my friends looked at me and said, well, I'm leaving. So uh, I'm going to go visit my boyfriend's family. Get my keys from me in the airport tomorrow. You're going to come back and stay in my apartment. And I thought, okay, that's a good start. But then what? What happens the next day when you're back? 
when you need your apartment back. So I went off to the UK not knowing, not knowing where I was going to live, what was going to happen after that one night I had a place to stay. And another friend of a friend had sort of said, there's this, there's this apartment, would you be interested in moving into it? And I went, wow, that's beautiful. Actually, yeah, I think so. I mean, I hadn't planned on signing a lease, but it's just this beautiful place. It's perfect. It's newly renovated. It's got high ceilings. It's everything's just new and works perfectly. And the windows are good. So it keeps out the noise. And wow, what a place. And so as I was away in the UK, this friend and I decided we would live together. We would sign a lease and move in together. And I joked to another friend, I was like, even if they decide not to take it, it's such a good place. You know, I'll just take it myself. Kind of thinking I was joking because truly I want to live alone. I love living alone. It's a really special special vibe, special privilege to just wake up in your own energy and be able to potter about, do whatever you want. And that friend decided that they they didn't want to leave their current place and move in. And so it unfolded as intended. The universe was like, you really want to live alone. Here you go. So I came back from the UK and moved into this beautiful place by myself. But it gets better. The guy who owns it is a really sweet man who loves his apartment and had to leave it to move in with his girlfriend, which is lovely. But he's basically my handyman. He's like, if you need me to do anything, let me know. So he's installed shelves for me. He he wants to be my collaborator, basically, in living in this flat. So even in having a landlord, I have someone who's taking care of me, taking care of my home for me, making a home for me. And he's very respectful about it. So it's, it's really comfortable. And then... <laughs> I knew that I wanted to bring a lot of my beautiful things from Barcelona here because they are my home. I'm a, I'm a texture and color person. I've collected things over the past 15 years that I've been in Europe. I've driven things from Scotland to London, from London to Barcelona, and I will drive them from Barcelona to here. My rugs and my sofa and, you know, all my things that make, make a place home. But I need help carrying these things from my storage unit in Barcelona into the van. I will drive back. And then I need help on this end. And so I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to put the shout out to the universe and the shout out to the various expat Facebook groups that exist in places like Malaga and Barcelona. And this was a perfect example of how my life works. And if you don't know Louise Hay, Louise Hay is the queen of teaching people to manifest. And she uses this phrase, which is this or better. Tell the universe what you want and just say this or better. Just take care of it. And so I've taken an approach like that to manifesting, and I'll go into what I call that and how it works for me after I tell you that I put on the Malaga Expats group on I need help on this date with people to help me carry things. Have you hired anyone lately who's good, who's, you know, not going to rip me off, who's, who's hardworking to carry things up four flights of stairs? And... This is just so funny because I love it. I've been chuckling about it all morning. Somebody sent me a message and said, actually, I could offer you my entire rugby team. I'm sure you could get some cheap labor and, you know, pay them in cash and beer. And I was like, oh my God, this is how my life works. I ask for help and I get a rugby team. (laughs) It's just such a perfect picture, a snapshot of how this stuff works for me because I didn't look for an apartment. Someone found it for me. Oh, and by the way, The person I met that friend through also uh, has given me her car for a year. Another friend has given me her car for a year while she's in Argentina. So I moved to Malaga and I have friends who are this generous. I have a car. 
I have an apartment, and now I have a rugby team to carry things for me. Life in Barcelona was never easy for me. Nothing ever flowed like this. And I do think it's worth saying, if your life is not flowing, maybe you're in the wrong place. Or maybe you're in the wrong job. Or maybe you're in the wrong relationship. Because things really do flow easily when they're meant for you. And when you're in an aligned place where you are where you're meant to be, both physically and metaphysically. If you're in the energy you need to be in, if you're aligned with your values and your purpose, things will flow for you. And then there is also that piece of letting go and letting it flow. You know, if a river is dammed up, it can't flow. Just let it flow. Let it flow and trust. So I'm in this place of trust. And I was talking to a few of my wonderful, I call them running buddies. I ran a personal accelerator with a few other female change makers like me who are looking to bridge who they are and what they've become in their own knowledge of their own power and what they want to be in the world with their existing careers, the things that they're skillful at and still love doing as consultants or whatever. And we were catching up yesterday after a couple of months of not, not connecting over the summer. And they, I'm so lucky, they listen to my podcast. So hello, ladies, you know who you are. And I asked what I should record a solo on because I said I was going to sit down and record a solo soon. And they went, this, you're manifesting, Betsy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing because I shared with them my approach. And I, I kind of say this to people and I, I say it tongue in cheek, but it's kind of true. I say I take the Mariah Carey approach to manifesting where it's like just kind of being a bit of a diva and just being like, this is what I want. How is not my problem? Take care of it. And so in a nutshell, it's decide what you really want, throw it to the universe, and then walk away. Let it happen. Just let it unfold. And it's going to be different than you probably thought it would have been. If you, you could have planned it yourself. And I promise you, it will be better. Than you could have planned it. It will be better than you could have done it for yourself. And so that's that's my approach to trust. That's my approach to living. I recently had a bit of a a wrinkle in my work life where a client, you know, I I've counted on, I've done a lot of work for who, you know, the work was steady until suddenly it wasn't. And they were like, we don't have any work for you this month. And suddenly, you know, a big chunk of my income was not there. And I I literally had this cinematic moment where I, I had a little panic. I threw myself on my bed and cried and was like, what am I going to do? I've just signed this lease. Where's the money going to come from? <laughs> and I let myself cry it out for probably literally about 30 seconds. And then suddenly I just went, I'm done. It'll be fine. I'm not going to put one moment of energy into worrying about this. It's going to be fine. I don't know how, but it's going to be fine. And part of that comes from learning to ask for what I need. So I did get back to a client who were like, ah, uh, we're going to have to delay paying your invoice a little bit. And I got back to them and I, I said, look, this is, um, this is unforeseen. I was counting on that payment now. I really do need that money soon. And they turned around and paid it right away. And then another invoice that I wasn't looking to get paid came in the same day. So suddenly I went from crying on my bed thinking, oh my God, how am I going to pay rent on this place to I have all the money I need for next month in my bank account within literally two hours. And I'm getting faster at this. So I've started to track my cycles of manifestation and they're kind of down to about 72 hours or even less. If you count that two hour, I, 
I'm trusting this money will land. Boom, there it is. So here's how it works for me. I am so attuned because I have practices that help me attune to what I truly desire. Where is my passion? What do I really want? Because I start every day with a meditation. And some days it's only 10 minutes. Some days it's a lot longer. Some days it's more about closing my eyes and dancing and feeling my own energy rising from root to, sh- to, to the top of my head. But I have a practice that puts me into myself that allows me to connect with the divine, the universe, my higher self, with God, whatever you want to call it. I do that literally every day. And then I do it throughout the day, more and more often. I'm doing this as if it's my job because I now recognize that it is. This is what I'm here to be and do, and I'm not unique in that. We are all here to remember how magical we truly are. I'm gonna say that again. We are all here to remember how truly magical we are. And the more you open up space to connect with your magic, the more you take time to do practices like mindfulness, whether that's going for a run, swimming laps, driving alone in your car and singing at the top of your voice to the radio, but letting that be the only thing you're focusing on, or you have a deep meditation practice, or you have other practices like yoga or kundalini activation or whatever it is, have a practice that connects you to yourself and that allows you to ask, what do I want? What am I prepared to have trust about? Because it's meant for me. I have this desire for a reason. It means this thing is meant for me. And if it's not meant for me, may the desire leave. So there's also that thing about like, you can want things that are bad for you. But if you open yourself to truth, to letting things flow, to letting go of what needs to be let go of, it will leave. And you will be left with pure intention pure desire that is meant for you. And then you can magic it. Then you can ask the universe for help with it and just trust that it will send it. But you also need to trust the timing. You can't come to the universe with a list of demands. You can't say, I want this job, I need this job, and come from a place of fear and still trying to control the outcome because you're like, if, if I don't get this one thing in this way, my life is not going to work out. That's not going to let things flow. So the question to ask yourself is, am I letting this flow? Am I trusting the timing? Am I throwing it to the universe and walking away? Or am I sweating over it? Am I watching the clock, wondering when it's going to land? Let go of it. (laughs) It's like what I was doing last week. You know, if anybody else has ever tried to track their Amazon order, it is the path to madness. I can tell you this because you can see the van driving all around your neighborhood And then you realize about four hours later, it's just going to come when it comes. Stop trying to track it. Stop trying to predict it. Just let it come when it comes. It's going to come. Trust. Have faith. Stop spending any of your energy trying to wish it here or will it here or strong arm it into landing in your life. And by it, I mean whatever it is you think you need or you desire. That can be money. That can be love. That can be relationships. That can be work. That can be anything. Fill in the blank, but you're not going to rush it to you. It's going to come to you in the right time. And I also want to encourage you to create some practices for yourself to not only tune into what it is you truly desire, but to also listen to your intuition, your knowing. 
An example of how this has worked for me recently and that has really made me realize I need to really listen to my knowings and my intuition is I'm flying in and out of Barcelona to go to a really incredible retreat in Ibiza in early November with Sabrina Lynn. I don't know if you know who she is. She runs Rewilding for Women and she is running a high priestess retreat in Ibiza in November and I am going. I was one of the first to sign up. I was like, this is for me. I don't even know what it is, but I know I need to be there. And so it was very obvious the easiest way to get there was flying in and out of Barcelona, seeing a couple friends and the, you know, the two days I'm there. But for some reason, I sat down twice to buy my tickets to and from Malaga to Barcelona. And I just was like, mm, I don't even know why, but it's not time to buy these yet. And it seemed so stupid. It seemed so silly. It didn't make any sense. Like, just buy them now. Tickets are cheaper far ahead of time. Don't wait. But something just said no. I literally found the flights and then was like, mm, no, I'm not supposed to buy these right now. And I can't explain why. And I was frustrated. I was like, why? Why can I not just buy these goddamn tickets? There they are. I have a credit card. And now I know why. It's because I didn't know this apartment was being designed and renovated for me to move into now. And that the best way to get my stuff from Barcelona is to rent a van in Barcelona, drive it back myself, and then drive back to Barcelona to then go to this retreat. Right? <laughs> so if I'd bought those flights, I wouldn't have been taking them anyway. So everything is designed for you. Listen to the inexplicable knowings that you have the pings that you have, because those are guiding you into timing. Because that's a really important piece in where I'm just going to keep calling it manifestation. I'm not trying to teach anyone how to manifest. I'm just telling you how this has worked in my life. It has come from being more deeply attuned to my, my knowings, my passions, what I truly want. And what I truly wanted was a beautiful home in Malaga. What I truly wanted was to live alone. What I truly want is help to move in. What I truly want is to have my stuff from Barcelona and have it be easy. What I truly want, and just, I keep asking myself, what do I truly want? And then I launch it out to the universe. The Mariah Carey approach to manifesting. How is not my problem? I always make this little hand wave and roll my eyes because it's just, I get a kick out of it, out of having this manifestation alter ego that's just a diva that's like I trust you to take care of it don't bother me with the details just you know have it ready when I've asked for it don't ask me more questions Ugh, so annoying just take care of it so it is just being like I trust I live in trust that whatever is for me whatever is in my highest good whatever I desire and have asked for that really is for me will land when it's supposed to land and as just a final one, maybe try this with something little and keep trying it until you start to get the proof points for yourself, until you start to see it unfold. Because I'll give you an example. And, and this is a shout out to my beautiful friend, Marta, who I share this stuff with. And we just howl with laughter together because my life is getting quite ridiculous at a rapid pace with this stuff. So she was here staying with me last week. And I, I looked at her, her sandals and was like, oh, I love those. They're the Birkenstocks with the, like, the, the toe thing. Anyway, I was like, I love those. You know, I really want a pair of those in, like, silver or gold. And didn't think about it anymore. 
And then yesterday, as I was walking out of my co-working in central Malaga, I looked in a shop window, a vintage shop, and there was a pair of silver sandals like those in perfect condition in my size for 25 euros. And I put them on and I laughed and I was like, oh, these are waiting for me. I said that the other day and the universe just put them in the window right where I would see them. And I sent that to my friend Marta yesterday and she just laughed and she's like, Betsy, your life, your life. And I was like, I know, my life. Not knowing that within a few hours the universe would send me a rugby team to help move me into my apartment in Malaga when I asked for help. That's also something. Ask. Ask and you shall receive. It really is the way this works. And so I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to put this on the internet where people can... Love it, hate it, whatever it, but that is just what has come out as I've asked myself what needs to come through me today. How can I talk about my magical life and how it works right now because I have done so much work to create the structure that holds the flow. So what are the boundaries of the river? What are the banks of the river that you can build so that you can trust the flow? Because a, a river without banks is a flood. It's just messy. It doesn't actually do what it needs to do. So build the banks of the river for yourself. Build practices. Build the clarity on what you want. Build the intention. And then just start trying it out on little things. Universe, I really desire this. I really want this. I trust the timing. I leave it to you. But how is not my problem? Don't bother me with questions. I'm not going to bother myself by thinking about it one more time. I'm not putting any energy into worrying about this. I'm going to throw it to the universe and walk away. Try it. Let me know what happens. And if you don't believe me, keep trying it because it's on you, not me. <laughs> Disclaimer. Magic comes from you and only you. No one can take it away from you. So keep doing the work to remember you are powerful. You are magical. The narratives in your head, the thoughts, the words that come out of your mouth, the words that pass out of your brain, create your reality. So what's it going to be? Magical or hard? I vote for magical any day of the week. And then just keep playing with your magic once you start to spot it. Because what you look for is what you find. So look for your magic. Tell me about it. Tell other people about it. Because what the world always needs is for you to remember who you truly are. It's for you to remember how powerful you truly are because that emanates in ripples around you. When you find your magic, when you find your power, other people will find theirs too. They can't help but feel that from you. And then talk about it. Tell people about it. Put it in your own language. You don't have to be woo-woo about it and you don't have to apologize for it. And that's why I'm recording this right now. I'm going to stop using the term woo-woo when I talk about my power, when I talk about my magic, when I talk about the things I'm remembering I truly am and have access to. I'm going to stop calling them woo-woo because that does them a disservice. That treats it like it's not something I have every day. It's not normal. This is the normal I am claiming for myself. This is the normal I am claiming for people around me, for the world, to remember and be in our magic, to have whatever we desire, the this but better version, or as in the case of this beautiful flat I meant, the this but better but better, the flat I thought I wanted I didn't get, and then I got a better one. 
And then it ended up being living by myself. So it's the this thing I wanted, but better, but better. So think that. What do you want? Throw it out to the universe. Walk away and let the magic unfold. Thanks for getting uncomfortable with me. If you enjoyed this episode, follow and like The Discomfort Practice wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave me a five-star and written review and share this with other people. Help me to reach new audiences with this idea that consciously practicing discomfort helps us to individually and collectively discover our superpowers and create a society and a planet where everyone can thrive. Thank you so much to my guests all season. Go back and listen to a few more episodes to hear more of them. They are wonderful humans doing amazing things in the world. Thanks to my team who helped me produce this podcast and for those who inspire me through their writing, their conversation, and their support. So that's all from me for now. Follow me on Instagram at the Betsy Reed if you want to get to know me a bit better, some of my thoughts. And in the meantime, stay uncomfortable. <laughs>